Yes, 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 yes. We're back. Welcome to another edition of the Fly Talk with Fly Ty. Um, I'm here. Um, yeah, so it's me. I'm flying solo today. I hope you guys don't mind. This is what we do. This is what we do and how we do it. You know, we gotta be able to take the will sometime. You know, that's a good thing. So, um, we're getting right back into it, man, and we're gonna talk about um the topic we're gonna re reassess and re re uh reintroduce the topic from last week um recovering from verbal abuse um the reason i use the word recovering is because like we don't want to stay in that space like we know that sometimes things happen and um things happen or whatever the case may be and we get stuck there so after we after we experience these things we want to kind of like navigate our way out of them we don't want to be pigeonholed into these 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 uh these way this way of thinking where um the verbal abuser actually gains power or holds power over us so we kind of like want to free ourselves from that so um i like to use the word recovering from verbal abuse so i don't know if you guys actually had the opportunity to get in and see what who was here and how the conversation flowed last week but it was amazing so if you have an opportunity please go back and check out the old show the show from last week i'm going to dig in on where i started last week right i started with a piece that i had wrote um i'm not saying that i'm a poet i think i just talk a lot other people be like oh you got poetic tendencies but that's one thing having poetic tendencies and then being a full-fledged poet is another thing i I like to pay homage to the people that actually um take the art form to another level i I just i just like to write and i like to have a positive and constructive conversation so with that being said i'm going to dig right into this this piece that i put together and i shared piece of a piece of it last week and i think i ended on the 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 sharpened tongue so we'll pick right up I'm going to start from the beginning. And this is a segment that I have put down on Facebook. So if you follow my Facebook at Fly Tie, you'll get a chance to see that. Um, you'll get into all my, my, my little talks and things like that. But this part, this little segment that I started putting together is called This Is Me, right? And it was me just exposing how I feel about certain situations and how I felt and how I kind of like overcame those situations. So, um, yeah. Let's dig in. This is me. When we scream, who ears are we aiming to beat up? When the noise level is turned off, who voice could be heard? Pounding hearts beating off beat, not in sync with one another. Who suffers? You You cry and leave puddles for me to lay in. The salt within burns the open flesh wounds left by your sharpened tongue. We cry ponds, we cry, we try, <laughs> sorry about that. We cry ponds into rivers and drown in the, drown in the waters blocked by dams. Damn, this has the end. Damaged relationships yearning for repair, but lack this, but, but we are students with no teacher. My dad wasn't there and your mom became your club rider. More damage is caused as we pretend to be master carpenters yet lack the skills to build. Love isn't enough. So I yell to boom bap on your drum, on the drum inside of your ear. 
you turn silent and you say you do so so I can hear what a fool sounds like and I do the same. In 2022, what will be different if we are not different in the expression of our communication? Who's really listening? So like when we yell, so I, 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 that, that, piece, that piece was like, I mean, I wrote that in 2022, right? And I don't know what month, but that, um, that writing, you know, you kind of like, for, for most people that write and most thinkers or whatever, one of the things that we kind of do, we kind of go back into our emotional bag and kind of like bring up these old feelings or new feelings or, you know, whatever the case may be. But we get into the feeling of our losses, our joys, our pains, or whatever the case may be. And we kind of like regurgitate those things in between lines, right? Um for me, I kind of, I think I went back into my relationship mode when, when one person was feeling one way and they would say some hurtful things and then you would lash out and try to protect your, protect your integrity and your dignity as a man, right? I'm, I'm only speaking from my perspective as a man. So you were kind of like, you know, not necessarily think, because I wasn't the type of person to say things that, that to hurt people because I was hurt, right? You know, but um, people say things, man, and it, and it, and it leaves. And we talked about this last week. It leaves like these lasting scars on your heart, your mind, your spirit, your soul, and it's kind of hard to regain um, strength from them, right? Um, I think one of the things that that <clears throat> that helps is when we kind of have a, a a sense of identity. When you kind of like when you know who you are. And that that comes from like sitting at home, growing up around the dinner table and your grams or uh, some people say big mama or whatever is like pouring life into you. Right. Or it doesn't even have to be that person. It could be any any person that steps into that arena to actually want to help, you know, that want to give speak words and life of encouragement. Some of us don't. Some people don't have that at all. Right. But um when you're going through these verbal abusive relationships, whether it be friendship or um, spouse or family or whatever the case may be, when you're going through these things, if you don't have that sense of identity or that stronghold on who you actually are, then it's hard to dig yourself out of that hole. And, and their perception of who you are and who you should be or who they think you are or who they desire you to be actually become your real your reality. You know what I mean? It becomes your reality and you begin to think that this is it for me. You know, like, um, so recovering from that is like speaking out against that, like holding yourself to a higher standard and not holding yourself to the standard that they had actually placed on you. Like, and, and, and it's not an easy task. It's not an easy task, especially if you have multiple people actually attacking your character and your, your personality at the same time. So what do we do? Right. Um, so, um, again, and I'm regurgitating and re, you know, and, and, and just commenting and digging in on what we actually spoke about last week. So I go, I keep referring back to that. I hope you don't get bored with that. Right. <laughs> I, I really hope you don't because it, it, it like it, it was moving for me and I don't just have these kind of, and I'm going to say this before I get into that. Like, I don't just have these conversations just to have them and, and, and just make light of them. Like these conversations kind of sit with me throughout the week. 
I kind of think about them. I think about some of the things that people said, and I use that as motivation to make myself a better person, a better human being, a better father, a better friend, and one day a better husband, inshallah, <laughs> God willing, right? So, yeah. So, um, like, um, they spoke life. After we spoke about all the abuse that we've been through last week, um, we had uh, T'Challa on and we had um, my boy Phil Alexander, you know, and you can check him out again. If you go back and check the last show, they gave you all their tags so you can hit them up and follow them and see what they're doing next. I'm, I'm going to continue to promote the, some of the people that come on because this is what we do. Um, but they spoke after we spoke about the abuse, they spoke about the healing process and like um, kind of like. Even with friendships, sometimes you have to sh sever ties in order to main maintain your um, strength or find your strength or find your identity. Um, for, for those of us that, that didn't have the time to sit at the dinner table or have a big mama or uh, a big unk or whoever to look up to and give us these motivating words, we're actually starting from scratch. You know what I mean? We have a blank canvas and we actually creating this masterpiece from scratch. And that's how I want, I mean, I suggest people look at it. Look at it as a, a blank canvas and you are going to create a beautiful masterpiece, right? If you think of it as anything less that you, that's coming from you, then unfortunately that's what you're going to get. So we, the power of thought and the power of tongue is very powerful. So speaking life into each other right and I, I spoke about this in a previous show too like standing in front of the mirror and actually forgiving yourself right small things man and 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 t'challa had mentioned last week um there's no affirmation without forgiveness and learning who you are like you have to like understand where you supposed to be and actually do the work to get there and then affirmations are are second to that right like learning about who you are as an individual, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's a big, that's a big, that's a big thing. That's a big thing. And, and if no one has ever told you that you're beautiful or you're, you're successful or you will be successful or you, you have the potential to be great, even if they mention potential, the word potential is like looking at you and seeing where you are, but knowing where you could be. You know, if no one ever spoke these things to you, it's kind of hard to kind of like imagine yourself being anything other than what already exists. Right. Um, but recovering and, and coming out of that mindset of being less is it, it takes work. It takes the right people to be around. You can't be around people that's actually holding you hostage or either. Either they're holding you hostage or they became hostage to someone else. Because when you start talking about dreams and vision and imagining yourself as anything different than what you what stands and stands before them, then they're automatically going to knock it down and try to destroy it because they can't see outside of where they are. So you need to be around healthy people or people that's actually trying to be healthy or aiming to be healthy or working towards being healthy mentally, physically, emotionally. And spiritually, you know what I'm saying? If th those things are not happening, you find yourself in a comp in the company of more wounded people that's actually pulling you down, right? So speaking to recovery from verbal abuse, and, and I, I think we chose to speak about verbal abuse because it's one of the forms of abuse that's uh, 
almost never mentioned when we talk about abuse. We we don't hear people saying, yo, I was verbally abused and um, the effects of it was X, Y, and Z. It's like, it's usually something else. Like we, we, we usually never talk about it or we never hear about it much. Um, excuse me. Sorry about that. But um, yeah, so we never really, we never really hear about it much. So, um, so yeah, so, you know, so speaking of life, after death right is is a big thing man and i think this is what fly talk is all about well i don't think i know this is what fly, fly talk is all about like first loving yourself is like speaking life into yourself and, and becoming that person that you knew all the time because internally we always know we have the potential to be great you know it's just when we buy into the idea of us being less than great is what what um holds us back um, you know, so, so yeah, I dug into that piece, right? And, um, I shared that or whatever, but it was a, it was another, it was another part to it. So after I wrote that, I kind of went into, um, the second, the second, the second layer of it, right? And in the second layer, I kind of dug into, um, the conversation of when you actually listen to someone verbally playing you low or beating you up, you know, beating your eardrums up and, and, you know, and then when you get into that, that, that never ending cycle, it's like, no one is really listening to each other, right? No one really hears what the other person is saying. And each person may have a valid point. Like they, the hurt is real, right? It's real. Like, but no one is really listening and saying, oh, why is my partner saying this and feeling this way? Only thing you, you're in defense mode. So, and then there's this person like, like I am in this, this, uh, section of the poem. So, or writing, <laughs> writing, this is me, right? It says, I listened to her when she said, my manhood was short of average. When she told me the one or two men before our first hello were real men, I quietly listened to her words, and for, and for one or two seconds, I believed. In my silence, she failed to hear her foolishness. If she was above average and they were a distant memory, when she smiled at me, then they couldn't have been better than. They were my future. I wanted to change the stereotype with making her my wife. Well, I guess I'll never see, so I guess I'll see you next lifetime. I should have said that in Erica Badu form, but that's not my style, right? So it says, I guess I'll see you next lifetime. As my wounds healed and my self-worth grew, grew up and out, I saw her for the first time and cried, hoping to wash away the years of loud, empty voices screaming at her pride for the mental and physical abuse she had to stand in silently in order to survive. So she thought. I prayed for... My tears, I prayed that my tears will 
rinse off the dark coal that, that has hidden the diamond within her. Quickly, I was reminded of that which did not, that which I did not know. Growth and self-worth is a personal journey. We all must travel on our own. We let go. We cried heavy tears separately and broke the dam that broke the dam in order to save our lives. I went back to school to learn what love should look, what love should look. I'm sorry. I went back to school to learn what love should look like through realistic lenses. I am focused on not repeating the story. I will ink history in the way of openness, honesty, vulnerability, sensitivity, firmness, and reality. I will not be afraid to say I love yous and you are beautiful. Teach me how to communicate. I am ready to learn who's reading along. So the first part is who's listening because we were like, going back and forth. And I know I, I had some breakdowns in there and I hope you can still get the point. Um, but the first part is like with the screaming and yelling and back and forth, no one's really listening. And, and, and inside of that, like you kind of drown in all that pain and, and unheard hurt and things like that. Right. You kind of drown in those things. So once we started and then the second part is, the first thing is the first thing that I want to address is like unconsciously you kind of listen to what your partner is saying to you and kind of like think, damn, is this really me? Is this like, am I destined to be like this? Like I'm less than a man? Like, is this what it is? Like, and then you realize that, yo, your partner is talking about men that's no longer there. And if they were as great as if they was as great as she said they was and they're no longer there, um, what does that say about the person that's actually saying or comparing you to these great men that left them, right? Um, and I'm not, I'm not saying that to bash any, any one person or whatever, or, but it's, it's a self-reflecting thing. Like you should really like look in the mirror when if you had great people or good people in your life, whether it be a reason, season, or a lifetime, and those people leave your life indefinitely, right? For whatever reason, you have to really take a, and, and, and more than one, I mentioned, I meant one or two, right? More than one man has actually left your life that, that turned out to be great outside of you, right? You have to really think about, like, what part did I actually contribute to the downfall of this relationship? Whether it be, like, again, whether it be, husband and wife, whether it be boyfriend and girlfriend, whether it be mother and father or brother, sister, whatever, you have to really like do some self work and like look at that, dig into that and figure out like, why am I standing alone when I had so many good people around me? You know, because at the end of the day, when we are no longer on this, in this physical form, and we, you know, whatever we believe, like, but death is inevitable. Like, everything that lives must must die um, in some way, form, or fashion. Um, 
what would the people that we leave behind actually say and how would they feel and what would they think right and how did we leave them you know so you know um me believing me believing the fact that i was less than another guy or another woman feeling like they less than the woman that wasn't in their spouse's life because people hold people against each other uh, which is unfair and unfair and unrealistic right they hold people against one another right um but what does that say about us when when we have great people that leave um and then we have another great person and we beat them down to the point instead of building them up we beat them down to the point where they actually leave as well you know what i'm saying like these are just like some real conversations that people don't have with themselves you, you don't even have to have that's why i always say you know fly talk is one of those things where you have an intimate conversation in public right we having these conversations you know and i'm, I'm self-reflecting that's why my speech kind of slowed down and i kind of like think about the words that i'm actually using because you know it's not just for someone else it's for me as well like you know because i have i have met some really wonderful people you know and like you know for for whatever reason you know and sometimes sometimes things happen in your life just you know you just go separate ways in life but you know for the ones that we had that actually were were there for us if they continue to grow and get to learn us day by day and not hold us hostage to the person we was yesterday and the friendship that we had built yesterday and actually get to know each other every day we every day we wake up um then why aren't they around right those people that come into your life like that and they want to give you that kind of room and space to grow and still love upon you and give you those things love upon you that was my jamaican <laughs> love upon you but they um they love upon you and give you those those good vibes man and and then you know you kind of push them away you know for a long time i self-sabotaged right i self-sabotaged and i kind of talked about that um with my mom and my sister the other day about like you know pushing people away because the greatest hurt i ever experienced was the death of my grandmother right and i mentioned this on on things so on, on the show um, prior, right, was the death of my grandmother. So what what happened was when people would come in and they would get too close, I would find a way to kind of like avoid them or block them out. I wouldn't necessarily hurt them to get away. I would just sometimes disappear. I would, you know, and those was my things. But because I didn't take the time to actually dig into my feelings and try to figure out why I was feeling this way or pushing people away, um, I lost some great people. So it, it isn't always uh, a terrible, like, loss. Like, I mean, it, it, it doesn't always end with hurt or malicious hurt, I should say, you know. But we do have to sit back and question why did, why did this happen and why does it keep happening if we keep losing good people in our life, right? So to speak to that, like, she, she in this poem, or in this writing, I put down, like, you know, I listened and I believed that I was actually less than what I was really worth, right? And once you start believing that, you start acting and behaving as such, right? Um, fortunately for me, it didn't have to get 
it got bad, but it didn't get too bad. And this this is a a, a real story. I mean, I, I put it in into some wordplay, but it's, it's it's true to heart. Like, and these emotions are real. So, um, but the thing that happened after that was, you know, I'm like, hold up, hold on. Uh-uh. I really should have been paying attention to the reason why they left instead of comparing myself to them and trying to be good and live up to the standard that she was saying that they were on. I should have been like, yo, wait, hold up. Why did they leave? Why did they leave? Did they leave to save themselves? Did they leave to keep from drowning in this, this tumultuous and unhealthy relationship or unhealthy form of a woman, right? You know, why did they actually leave? That, 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 that was the question I should have been asking. And then I should have been asking myself, why am I staying? Why am I willing to put up with this verbal abuse and stay when I don't have to? You know what I mean? No one has to, right? Um, but the crazy thing is love is love is weird and it's blind and it, it, it you know, it is what it is. Um so yeah, so you know, and you 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 wanna make you wanna change the outcome, change the stereotype and not have her be the person that she always was, but you can't change no one else. Everyone has to have this take this journey of personal growth on their own and, and identifying the need for it. That's number one. Identifying the need for growth, right? Um so, you know, but the good thing about me is like I said, I went back to school. I went back to school and I sat down and I studied not not her, right? Not the situation, but I studied myself. Um and the beautiful one of the beautiful conversations that happened after I kind of like went into that bag and started discovering who I was as an individual, as a man, right? As a human being, as a father, as a son, right? Is um I the conversation took place and I, I you know, when I was speaking with her one day and she was like, was I really that bad as uh as a spouse, right? And my first thought was like Hell yeah. <laughs> like like hell yeah, you was you was terrible. But the reality was it it doesn't even matter, right? You don't have to tell somebody that they didn't do a great job in the position that they were in. Subconsciously, they already know, you know, their their mistakes and they know their successes as well. Because every with every bad there's a good because you know where every struggle there's there's ease. It's the same thing as I mentioned last week, right? So, but my 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 reply to her question was more like, you know, I can't focus on what you did or what you didn't do. Like that's your work. My work is to try to figure out like where did I fail as a man in in our relationship, and and where did I succeed and capitalize on what. I did great and where I failed, pay attention to it and not let it happen again in my future relationships. And when I said that, like I knew I took her, I took her, I caught her off guard because she was expecting a verbal battle, right? Because that's people that's been verbally abused expect verbal abuse. They're they they expect it. They're familiar with it and, and they 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 know how to deal with that and they fight back. You know what I'm saying? And they come at you and they be like, okay, I got something for you. 
you think it was me it was you this is but i didn't give her that energy my energy was more it was geared more towards um um kind of like self-healing real talk it was more about me finding a way to heal myself you know what i'm saying versus versus going into verbal combat with her over things that already happened right things that already happened between us things that she has to deal with on her own and things that i have to deal with on my own so you know we we became you know and then we cried separately right because i know the loss of or the loss of our relationship was was heavy on her even even if it was even if it was tumultuous and it was heavy on me even if it was tumultuous. it was it was a it was in a good place to be in right but it was still time spent you know what i'm saying it was time spent energy giving so you know the loss of that is is heavy but um so we cried separately and we saved our lives you know we we cried until the dam that was holding our pond and turning our pond into a river and we was drowning in it like it it broke it broke and it allowed us to live new lives with other people in other situations and even with ourselves like because for a long time um a lot of people don't know this man and i don't care i put it all out there first love yourself man you got to understand who you are and where you are for a long time i went i went about seven the first time i think the first time i, I went like seven months celibate right celibate right and i just stayed to myself work had to rebuild i cried nights i stayed on my sofa man you know and i cried and i woke up and i went to work as if everything was all right everybody around me thought it was good and i could understand why people i mean we have to realize that people a lot of people suffer in silence right just because they show up at work on time smelling good looking good fresh haircut whatever you know it's things that that may be going on internally that you just don't know about. And if you don't take the time to actually be a human and get to know your fellow, you know, brothers and sisters or people, then yeah, you're going to be, you're going to kind of be stuck in that mold. Right. So, so, um, with that said, right. <laughs> um, I spent those nights crying and I broke my damn and, you know, and, I spent seven months celibate, like I said, alone, um, refocusing on me. And then, and then, you know, I kind of like met someone, but again, I wasn't, I wasn't held. I wasn't, I wasn't in a healthy place and it wasn't even like we separated on bad terms. We separated because she was, she was, she was, <laughs> for lack of better terms, she was, she was whole. Right. But she, she wasn't, it doesn't, you know, but she was whole. And when I said, all right, let's try it out. Let's look, let's go into a relationship. Let's, let's work it out. Let's try. She was like, you know what? No, she said, yo, you, you're good. And this was, this was like the, the most honest someone has ever been with me, like dealing with relationship issues. She was like, you're a good man. And I know you are right. And not and this is not me tooting my horn. This is like real honest conversation. Say so you're a good man and I know you are. But if we got into a relationship right now, in 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 two years, 
or maybe even less in two years, I will be you. I will be in your position. I will be hurt. I will be trying to rebuild, reestablish, dying inside while trying to survive, all those good things. And you will be your ex. You will be kind of like whatever. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, in my head, I'm going, nah, I can never be like that. It's never like going to be like that. But I didn't say anything verbally. That was just in my head. So I held it. I held it inside. And, and that can be seen as verbal abuse. But, you know, it's only that her statement would only have been verbal abuse if I actually was ready. But because what she was saying was actually true, it was just her speaking her reality over the situation. And then, you know, me actually, instead of kind of like combating it, kind of like really like digging into it and kind of like, yo, hold up. You know what? She might be right. She might be right. I don't know if she's right or not. I think I'm actually doing damn good. But but in hindsight, I realized that, you know, she was she was she was telling the hundred percent truth. Um but surviving that joint. Like I said in our first show, and I'm gonna continually continuously repeat this, I am not perfect, you know. I have not put together a perfect resume like to where people will um say like this guy is like flawless. I don't think I'll ever be there in that um in that state of existence because I don't I don't believe in a flawless in individual or an individual that makes no mistakes, right? I don't believe in that. I don't think that exists. I think we're always gonna make mistakes. So with that being said, um with my mistakes on the forefront and everyone understands that I am not a perfect man. I am speaking life into myself. Like, and it's a battle, like real talk. It's a battle. Some days, I mean, I've, I've, I've dealt with depression without even knowing that I was dealing with depression, bro. And sisters, excuse <laughs> my lingo, but like I dealt with it. Like, and it's been times where I didn't want to leave the house. Right. But, um, the society that we live in says, you know, if you don't go to work and you don't pay your bills, you're going to be out, period. It ain't no, it's just out there, right? So you get up and you put one foot in front of the other and you hope and pray for something better tomorrow. Um, so dealing with those things, man, you know, you hope, you, you have hope, you have faith, and you kind of like move um, towards something better. Um, for me, you know, that better sometimes it comes in 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 gems that we don't even know, right? It comes in gems that we don't even know. Sometimes it happens unexpectedly with stranger from strangers. Sometimes it happens from friends and loved ones, um, family. It happens from. Uh, a pet you may have a cat or a dog or whatever you know and you just walk into a room and and the love that it gives you that moment says um you deserve it you deserve to be here and you fight for something better so recovering the recovering part of all of this is um i respect the woman that she became or that she's trying to become um, whether it's on the level that I think she should be on or not, you know, and I say that lightly. I don't want you all to think that I'm judging 
her or she's judging me. I don't like it is what it is. But, <clears throat> you know, you got to respect people for where they are. You know, you don't have to have them in your life to respect them, but you can respect people where they are. You know, it is what it is. So, um, you know, and I respect myself enough to, to want better for myself. So I aim and fight for my survival. I fight for my love. Um, I encourage everyone to fight for their survival, to fight for their self-love and their self-worth. Know yourself and, 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 and um, live the life that you were meant to live. Um, I'm Fly Ty. This is the Fly Talk. And we're going to continue to speak life um, into those of us that needs it and the ones that already have life inside. Let's speak to that, too. You know, we, you know, a reminder is never, never bad, right? Um, real quick before I go, because I'm going to have to sign off on this, man, because we've been here. I know I came a little late or we got started a little late. Um, and my apologies. As time goes on, we will get better. We will get better. I think the show is going to get better. I think, um, you know, timing is going to get better. <laughs> You know, production is already great, right? So there's no, I mean, I guess there's room for improvement for everything. But for me, I, I think, um, you know, I'll get better with time. Um, so I'm going to say this because things, life happens. So I always speak my realities and my truths. So I was at work the other day. Um, I want to say yesterday. And a lady came in and she was like all over the place, man. And, and, and you know, I, doesn't, I, I don't do a complicated job, right? But I deal with people and I deal with, you know, people or whatever. And I don't, I don't even remember her name. I think she gave it to me, but I don't remember. I'm sorry. It's, it's nothing against her. Um, but she came in and she was trying to make a decision, but her brain was everywhere. And she's like, and I'm like, are you okay? Because you can sense something. Once you, if you really like, pay attention to the people that's around you, you can kind of like catch a pick up on the vibes, right? So I'm like, are you okay? Or whatever the case may be. And she's like, actually, no, I have a lot going on my mind. And you just get whatever you think. And I'm like, no, we're not going to do that. And I'm going to tell her like um, a friend of mine, Lady Obsidian Rain, she, she always tells me, slow down, stop. Be in the present. Be here. Right now, just right now. Nothing else matters but right here. Just make that make that a habit. Make that a thing. So I told her that. I just regurgitated it. Like, it's not something that I do every day. But at that particular moment, yo, it was what was needed. It was what was, it was, what was needed for her, and it was what was needed for me. I told her, I said, yo, you know what? Let's stop. I'm going to put these bags down. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to engage you like this. What we're going to do is we're going to take a minute. Take a deep breath, right? And we're going to just be in the present. We're going to be here in this moment right now. Take a look around. Look at this beautiful ambiance and, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. We went through these th those stages or whatever. And afterwards, right, and I am skipped through all those things, but we had, like, a nice little conversation real fast. Um, after we had this conversation, she told me, she said, you know what? Thank you. She said, thank you. She said, I'm a counselor. I'm a therapist. And sometimes, I mean, we tell people these things all the time. 
but actually practicing them some i mean putting them into practice sometimes we forget like we think it's a tool that we share with other people and we don't implement into our own lives right so it's not the fact that she didn't know about it's not the fact that she did not know about the practice of slowing things down being in the present letting whatever that is that she's thinking about for tomorrow or hour from now or 15 minutes from now let that be 15 minutes from now and don't bring that into this and don't bring the past into this right just be here right she already understood that but the reminder it was appreciated it was received and i think i want to believe that she actually implemented it right so with that being said we running out of time um let me act today as a reminder to slow down enjoy the moment don't bring the past of your verbal verbal abuser into your present or your future and don't project so far into the future where you can't enjoy the moment and the people that surround you right now you know so i'm saying that to say i love you you know but before i can do that i had to first love myself Again, this is Fly Tie for Fly Talk. Thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next Monday at 2 o'clock. I'll work on being on time. That's been a great show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and coming in. I love y'all.